Hey there, and welcome back to By His Grace Marriage Ministry Podcast. My name is Amanda, and Shabbat Shalom to those of you that keep the seventh day Sabbaths. I pray that it's been a blessed day for you and your loved ones, and a restful one. All right, so I was not planning on doing this word, but I am going to just jump right into this word. I'm going to be talking about submission in marriage today, submission and unconditional love. So this is something that in my very first season I talked about. I addressed these topics because this was something that many people had questions about, especially women um, in regards to submission and what submission looks like in marriage, what submission is and what submission isn't. So, um, again, I've done episodes on this. I've talked about unconditional love because men are supposed to love their wives unconditionally. I've talked about submission because wives are to submit to their husbands. I've even addressed about husbands not misusing and abusing their headship and leadership and authority within marriage. So I'm going to talk about this again because I'm hearing a lot about this. I had a conversation recently earlier uh, this evening about this with a friend as well and many women are still walking around confused as to what submission looks like in a marriage to their husbands Um, a lot of husbands unfortunately and sadly are misunderstanding unconditional love and misunderstanding um, their wives submitting to them a lot of them are taking that and they're taking advantage of it and they're misusing it and so again if you want to listen to these episodes as well. You can do so. It should be in the first season. I don't remember the titles exactly, but you'll see which ones they are. But I'm going to talk about this again tonight because honestly, this is something that is a huge deal in marriage. And what's sad and what really kind of gives me a righteous anger is that within the body amongst believers, there is so much in error and so much false doctrine surrounding godly marriages, surrounding set apart marriages. And, you know, I I really hate to say this, but a lot of it comes from Christianity. A lot of it comes from Christianity and other religions as well. I mean, for goodness sakes, there's religions that still believe polygamy is okay. You know, Um, there's a lot wrong. There's a lot wrong. So we not only have our society and our culture in the, you know, non-believing or the unbelieving, you know, world that has their view on marriage and family, but then we also have within the body or within these religions where people have it wrong as well. It's an error. And, you know, again, this is the purpose of my ministry is to clarify these things. You know, I've, I've talked about so much. I've talked about the truth about remarriage and divorce. I've talked about submission. I've talked about unconditional love. I've taken scriptures and broken them down and explained them. That's what this podcast is all about. Because I'm so tired of hearing the errors and the false doctrines and and taking scripture and misunderstanding them and then teaching people that this is how it's supposed to be. You have people telling wives who are being abused on a daily basis that they have to stay married to their husbands because God doesn't like divorce. And what they're forgetting is that God even gave an exception when it comes to adultery and abuse and abandonment. And when I hear these things, I'm just like, my goodness, you know, like, this is this is not okay. So, but I'm going to focus in tonight's word or tonight's message, I'm going to focus more on submission and unconditional love. So before I jump into what I'm going to say, I'm going to read from the scriptures. 
and I'm going to be reading from Ephesians chapter 5, and I'm going to start with verse 22. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as to the master. Because the husband is head of the wife, as also Hamashiach, or Christ, is head of the assembly, and he is savior of the body. But as the assembly is subject to, to Mashiach, so also let the wives be to their own husbands in every respect. Husbands, love your wives as Mashiach also loved the assembly and gave himself for it, in order to kodesh it, which means holy or sanctify it, and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, in order to present, to present it to himself a splendid assembly, not having spot or wrinkle or any of the sort, but that it might be kodesh and blameless. In this way, husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but feeds and cherishes it. And also the master does the assembly. Because we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. The secret is great, but I speak concerning Mashiach and the assembly. However, you too, everyone, let each one love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she reveres her husband, which also means respect. Okay? So... I've explained it this way before in, in a uh, past episode. In order for this to happen, in order for there to be love and respect and submission and things like that, it has to go both ways. Both spouses need to fulfill their role and their part, okay? So, husbands, if you expect for your wives to be submissive to you, you need to be loving towards her. Wives, if you expect your husband to be loving towards you, you need to be submissive to him, okay? And there needs to be respect or reverence, okay? Now, some people will say reverence means fear. In this case, it doesn't mean fear. You're not to fear your husbands, but you are to reverence them. You are to respect them, okay? So I'm going to go into more detail and explain what these things mean. So I've talked a lot about unconditional love. A lot of you know what unconditional love means. We are to have unconditional love with Yah, with, with our Father. We have unconditional love with our children, right? And our children with us. What it means to have unconditional love with our spouse is that we love them on their good days, their bad days, their weaknesses, their strengths. We love them regardless, okay? That's what unconditional love is. Husbands are to do the same with their wives. Peter actually says too in scripture that if husbands want their prayers to be answered, they need to treat their wives well and with love, unconditional love, right? So we know the roles, right? We know that wives are to, you know, cherish and nourish the family and the home and be the helper to the husband and things like that. Husbands are called to lead, provide, and protect. Husbands are the head, which is why wives are submissive, the same way that the husband submits to Yah, right? And we submit to Yah because he's our head. There's an order and there's, there's, um, yeah, there's an order that, that y'all created. And I've talked about this before. So, okay. I'm trying to think of how to, how to go about this. Cause there's so much, you know, when like you have so much you want to say, and it just all wants to come out, you know, and I'm trying to word this to where everybody understands. <laughs> okay. So again, in order for a wife to submit to her husband, the husband needs to be loving to his wife, okay? 
In order for the husband to love his wife, the wife needs to have respect and be submissive to him. Now, what I want to hone in on is submission, what it is and what it isn't. Because this is the question that many women have. And there are a lot of, again, false doctrines and a lot of errors when it comes to this topic of submission. So I want to first start with what submission doesn't mean. Okay? Because a lot of people, there are a lot of religions, there are a lot of religions out there that will tell you that you are to remain, you know, married to your husband no matter what happens. Um, That you are not to divorce him. If you do, you're going to go to hell and this and that and the next thing. And just all of this craziness that I hear. And I want to clarify this, okay? So number one, submission is not submitting to any kind of sin that your husband is asking you to commit. Okay, now this can look like a variety of things. I'll give some quick examples. If your husband wants you to have a threesome, okay, I'm just going to throw this out there. If your husband wants you to have a threesome, you already know that it's sin because it's adultery. You're not to be with anybody else. You are not to bring anybody into your marriage bed. You are not to defile your marriage bed. Okay, this is considered sexual sin. This is adultery. And if your husband is asking you to do this, Okay, many women who are being told you have to submit to everything your husband asks you to do. There are a lot of wives that would do this, knowing that it's sinful against the father. Wives, you are not to submit to any sin, even if your husband is asking you to do it. You know it's wrong. You tell your husband, no, I'm sorry. I love you and I respect you. I reverence you. But I will not do that because it's sin. Okay, wives, you are not to submit to sin. You do not have to submit to your husbands if they are asking you to sin. Okay, if your husband lost his job and he's desperate, he's in a desperate state of mind, y'all go to the store, you don't have much money, and let's just say he tells you, hey, go ahead and swipe, you know, that deodorant over there or whatever. Many women would say, okay, yep, I'll do it because her husband said so. Knowing that it's sin, stealing is a sin. So once again, that would be an example where you can tell your husband, no, I will not do that. Now, if a husband turns around in these situations and says, oh, you are my wife, I'm the husband, scriptures say you're to be submissive to me. This is a, a pure example of spiritual abuse because what the husband is doing is he's taking scripture and he's misusing and abusing it. That's spiritual abuse. And when I start the um, boundary series, that's going to be the first episode. I'm going to talk about different types and forms of abuse. But when a husband does this, he is, um, he's misusing his headship. He's misusing it and he's taking scripture and he's misusing it. This is spiritual abuse. Okay. If your husband goes to you and says, I want sex now. Even though you've explained to him that you are tired and you are not feeling well and you really can't bring yourself to do it because you really are ill. And you say to him, I'm so sorry, honey, but I really just can't bring myself to right now. Maybe give me a little bit of time and, you know, maybe I might be able to take part in this. And he demands you like he becomes a tyrant. You know, once again, that's misusing and abusing his headship. That's spiritual abuse. And you don't have to submit to that. 
you know, now in this case, he's not asking you to sin because being intimate with your husband is not sin. But he's misusing his headship and he's disrespecting you. And that's not being loving, is it? Your husband is not being loving towards you because he's not respecting and understanding that you're telling him that you're sick, you don't feel well. And then you're not able to, you know, be intimate at the moment. I mean, the list goes on and on. I can give so many examples of what would be considered sin and that if your husband asks you to do these things, you have a right to say no. And no, that doesn't mean that you're being um, a bad wife or that you're sinning against Yah. You're not sinning against Yah because you're refusing to submit to sin, even though your husband is the one that's asking you to do it. Okay? So wives, you do not have to submit to your husbands when they are asking you to sin. The second thing is that you do not have to submit to your husband, okay, if there's abuse. It doesn't matter if he only abuses you sometimes or all the time or whatever. A wife should never, ever, ever put up with any form of abuse. You should never submit to a husband who is abusive to you because a husband who is abusive to you is unloving. I don't care what anybody says. I know that a lot of husbands, there's cases where they do it and then they say, I'm, I'm so sorry, you know that I love you, you know, I don't know what I'm doing and this and that and the next thing. And a lot of wives will actually fall for this and say, you know, you know, he didn't mean to, they'll, you know, they'll stand up for him. Oh, he didn't mean to, he's just having a rough time and this and that, you know, make excuses for him. Again, I've heard of religions telling wives they need to stay with their husbands, even though they've come forward and said, listen, he hits me, he beats me, he verbally abuses me, he degrades me, or he misuses his headship. And again, the, the types of abuse are physical abuse, verbal abuse, mental emotional abuse, or psychological abuse, and then there's spiritual abuse, which spiritual abuse I've already given some examples. Okay, the mental emotional abuse is a husband who is a narcissist, right? Or he gaslights his wife, he manipulates his wife. You know, he says things like, oh, I never said that, what are you talking about? Even though he did say it. And maybe the wife comes to confront him. Oh, what are you talking about? No, you're lying. I never said that. That's gaslighting somebody. You know, I mean, there's, and, and I'm going to talk more about this when I go into the series boundaries. This is going to be the first episode. I'm going to talk a lot more detail about different types of abuse. Um, and then there are husbands who can verbally abuse their wives. They degrade them. They call them names. They yell at them. They shout at them. They demand things. They're like tyrants. Okay, that's verbal abuse and physical abuse. I mean, we all know what that is. Where a husband, again, once again, he misuses his headship. And he looks at his wife as his, his property. And so he does whatever he wants. And if he gets upset enough or whatever, he'll, he'll abuse her. Wives, you don't ever have to submit to abuse. And that does not make you a bad wife. That does not make you um, not a godly wife. You should never submit to abuse. And if you have children, you need to get you and your children out of there. Find somewhere to go and be in separation for a while. I'm not even saying you have to divorce right away. 
Separation and divorce are two different things, but you need to put yourself somewhere safe and your children. You should never, ever, ever submit to a husband's abuse. Never. You know, and a lot of what I'm saying will circle back around to the fact that the husband is not being loving. And husbands are called to love their wives. Are husbands loving their wives when they're beating them? Are husbands loving their wives when they're degrading them verbally and screaming at them? Are husbands loving their their wives when they're playing mind games with them and gaslighting them and manipulating them and threatening them that they'll leave or cut them off or you know what I mean? And are husbands being loving to their wives when they're spiritually abusing them? They're misusing their headship. That's not love, brothers and sisters. That's not love. That's not love. And if you are somebody that's experiencing this, then I highly, highly encourage you to seek help. Do not stay. Do not stay. Submission is none of those things. Submission is none of those things, okay? It's not. Wives, you also have a right to speak up if your husband is going to make a decision that's going to potentially put your family in danger that maybe your husband is not seeing or understanding at the moment. You have a right to speak up and say, listen, sweetheart, I know that, you know, you're kind of focused more on other things right now, but please hear me out. I think that if we were to do this, it could pose this risk. If we go to this area, it's not a good area. This can put us in danger. This could, you know, you have a right to speak up. You don't just sit there and be quiet and not say anything. Remember, we're supposed to be helpers to our husbands as well. Yes, we respect our husbands if they ask us not to do something, if they ask us to give them space, or if they don't want to hear something at the moment, we respect that, you know? Yes, okay. But submission is not any of the things that I've mentioned. It's not. Now, what does submission look like? I'll give you some ideas. And again, if you want more detail, please go check out my episode um, that talks about submission in marriage. Uh, And that word is for wives. Okay. But submission, number one, is allowing your husband to lead. I see many marriages in the secular world where many women nowadays wear the pants, so to speak, in the relationship. The roles have reversed. I've talked about this too, I think in my first or second uh, season. Roles in our society have reversed. Being submissive to a husband means allowing your husband to lead. And by lead, I'm referring to allowing him to lead your family, allowing him to make the major decisions for your family, and allowing him to lead you spiritually. Now, I understand that not all husbands are up to that par where they're leading their wives and children spiritually. I understand that. A lot of that has to do with what I've talked about, about the enemy attacking men more. That's part of it because he knows it's the husband's job to lead his family. But wives, one of the biggest things of being submissive to your husband is allowing him to lead, even if he makes mistakes. It's going to happen. That's where you have faith and you pray. And again, you're his helper. You stand by his side and you support him. 
being submissive to your husband means, okay, that you allow him to make the major decisions for the family, the financial decisions, the decisions that are going to determine where your family ends up, where you're going to live, where these things need to be left to the husband. When we don't allow them to lead and when we don't allow them to be masculine and to make these major decisions and to do these things, we're taking away number one is masculinity and number two, we're not being submissive. Being submissive also means we serve our husbands to the best of our ability. Again, that that means that, you know, I mean, the husband is being loving, okay? Because again, a wife is not going to want to serve her husband if the husband is being unloving, okay? So if I have any men listening, you need to be loving towards your wives, okay? It's, you both earn these things. It goes hand in hand or it goes both ways, however you want to put it. But submission means serving your husband to the best of your ability, okay? If he's asked you about certain things that really are not over the top, they're not anything that is impossible, it's not demeaning, it's not degrading, it's not, you know, if he asks you, listen, do you think you can have dinner ready when I get home? I'm going to be starving. I don't see anything wrong with a husband asking that. If he expresses to you that he really would like to see the home put together when he gets home, I don't see anything wrong with him asking that. If he comes to you and says, I would really love to make love to you right now, you know, and you feel you feel good and, and things like that, there's nothing wrong, there's no illnesses or anything like that, then I don't see anything wrong with him expressing that and wanting to do that with you. And that is being submissive to your husband, is doing these things that he's asking of you. And these things are not, they're not sinful. They're not impossible. They're not degrading. They're not, you know what I mean? Your husband has a right to these things because scripture also tells us this, right? When we're married, our bodies no longer belong to one another, or I'm sorry, our bodies no longer, are no longer belong to ourselves. They belong to our spouse. Now, again, that means that husbands, you cannot misuse that though. You can't take the scripture and say, oh, your body belongs to me, so I want it and I want it now. No, that's not what I'm saying, and that's not how husbands should approach their wives. You need to approach your wife in a loving manner and in an understanding manner. Once again, like I said prior, wives are more willingly to submit to their husbands when their husbands are loving, and husbands are more willing to love their wives when their wives are, are submissive to them and respect them. Men need respect. They need to know that they are respected by their wives. I've said this before, you know, wives, if you're constantly, you know, bad-mouthing your husband or, you know, you're, you're so pathetic, you can't even keep a job or, you know, this and that and the next thing, you're saying all these mean things to him, you're disrespecting him, you're putting him down. And then you expect him to love you. That doesn't work that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to be loving to your husbands and husbands need to be loving to their wives. But I don't see anything wrong with husbands making those kinds of requests. Now, if a husband starts to demand things, if he starts to say, hey, I want this this way and I want it now and you, you need to be at my beck and call and all these kinds of things. Yeah, that's an issue. There needs to be an understanding. Wives cannot misuse, right, and take advantage of their husbands, and husbands cannot take advantage and misuse their wives, 
period. It's that simple, really. And yet I see this all the time, mainly in secular relationships and marriages, but I also see it within the body because there's so much being taught that is in error and incorrect. It's crazy to me. I mean, if people would just read their scriptures, they would have a better understanding. Wise will come out and say, oh, well, scripture says my body belongs to my husband. So if he wants me to have a threesome, then I have to submit to that. I have, I have to obey that. No, you don't. Because scriptures clearly say that's adultery and you're defiling your marriage bed. So no, there's a limit. Yes, if your husband comes to you and expresses he wants to make love and there's nothing physically wrong with you and you have the time to do it. Yes, you make love with your husband. But husbands, you don't also approach your wife and say, I want it and I want it now. You better be ready in five minutes. You don't do that either. <laughs> you know, I was telling a friend this earlier today. You know what the issue is, especially in the body, is that many people step into their marriages totally unprepared. They don't understand their roles. They don't understand marriage. They don't understand the scriptures that talk about marriage. They don't study it. They don't take the time to do it. And then a lot of singles complain because they're like, oh, I've been waiting so long my marriage why hasn't y'all brought it well because you're not allowing him to work on you and you're not willing to make the effort to prepare to be a godly wife or to be a godly husband and then especially in the secular world you know these people step into these relationships and their marriage and these marriages and then they wonder why all hell breaks loose and things go totally wrong why there's disrespect why there's toxicity why there's different forms of abuse that take place. I mean, come on, how many times do we hear physical abuse in relationships, right? Verbal abuse in relationships, spiritual abuse in relationships, mental, emotional, right? Abuse in relationships. And what's even sadder is that this is going on in the body. This is going on amongst believers. Why? You know, I'll tell you why, because there are a lot of false doctrines out there that are being taught surrounding marriage and family. There are a lot of their spouses that aren't fully healed. A lot of them step into their marriages with these insecurities and these things that are unhealed. And I've said this so many times, there are things that you need to heal first before you can step in your marriage. Then there are things that you and your spouse will help each other to heal in. But if you don't heal those things that need to be taken care of prior, that also causes a lot of issues. Wife, submission is allowing your husband to be who Yah created them to be. Allow them to be the man in the house. Allow them to lead. Allow them to make the decisions. That's what submission is. That's how you show your love to your husband because a lot of, listen, a lot of men perceive love from respect. If you disrespect your husband constantly in different ways, your husband will perceive that you do not love him. Therefore, how is he to return unconditional love to you? And husbands, remember, you cannot be a tyrant. You cannot be disrespectful. You cannot take advantage of your wife. And be, you know, uh, brash and coarse and, and not, sorry, not coarse, harsh with your wives. You need to be gentle and loving and understanding. Peter says, live with your wives and understanding. 
And if these are things that you struggle with, brothers and sisters, and you're single, you're not ready for marriage yet. You need to allow Yah to help you and heal you in these areas. If he's calling you to marriage and it hasn't come yet, this could be why. Because if you struggle with these things, if you don't have an understanding, a proper and correct understanding, you need to get a proper understanding. Heal those areas within you so that you can respect and love your husband the way you're called to so that you can love and respect your wife the way you're called to goes hand in hand brothers and sisters wives can more easily submit to their husbands when their husbands are loving and gentle and understanding with them husbands can better love their wives when their wives are submissive and respect them and support them. You need to support your husbands. And more importantly, both spouses need to pray for one another daily. If you can't pray together for whatever reason, pray for one another daily as much as you can. But this is sadly something I see I see this occur so much in relationships and marriages. I see it so much. And I know that scripture sometimes is silent about certain things and doesn't go into a lot of detail, like what I just read. And I understand it doesn't go into detail about how a wife is to be submissive. You know how I learned what it was through prayer, through fasting, and through studying scripture, Yah revealed it to me. And there's, there's clues all throughout scripture, right? The, I've always said that the scriptures are like puzzle pieces. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat this again. Submission does not mean submitting to sin. Submission does not mean submitting to abuse. I see this far too often. Or wives constantly making excuses for their husbands and standing up for them, which is a total uh, classic you know, sign that comes from an abusive relationship, no matter what type of abuse it is. I see husbands that sadly misuse their headship. They become tyrants, they become unloving, they become very cold and very abrasive and very just harsh. And I've even seen husbands go as far as, okay, I have my wife, she does what I want her to do, and now I'm gonna go do what I wanna do, and I'm gonna go have me a, a lady on the side. I've seen, I've seen and heard of these things happen a lot. It's horrible. It's horrible. And I've seen wives become victims. Or I've seen wives go the, the complete opposite and they try to rule over their husbands. They try to be the ones, quote unquote, to wear the pants, right? To take the lead. Wives, you are not to take the lead. That's your husband's job. Then what happens is, is that the roles get reversed. Husbands are no longer masculine. Women are no longer feminine. Now men are feminine and now women are masculine. That's not right. It's bad enough we've got what we've got going on in our society and our culture with this whole transgenderism thing and choosing what you want to be. And it's crazy. It's an absolute abomination to the father. It's, it's crazy. But it's, it's not correct, brothers and sisters. It's not right. In order for there to be a healthy marriage, both spouses have to be willing to fulfill their roles and to love and respect and honor one another. You know, in the wedding ceremonies that take place, you know, part of the vows that they come up with is, you know, honoring one another. And yes, you should. 
that should definitely be a part of you know what what you two promise one another is to honor one another to love one another to treat one another with respect And when that happens, and when the relationship overall is healthy, it's easier to be a submissive wife. It's easier to be a loving husband. The wife's submission really means is allowing your husband to be the leader, allowing him to lead, allowing him to make the calls, to make the, the decisions. Now, and I'm talking about major decisions. I'm not talking about, hey, what do you want to eat? I'm not saying that you never get to pick what you would like to eat for dinner or, you know what I mean? Again, there is there is a limit to everything. You know, I was talking about recently how I can't believe some of these men that walk around with, with their wives or girlfriends and they allow the, them to just walk out dressed however. You know, I think men should have a say in that because they are protectors as well. But it's also not to take it to the other side to where it's like, oh, I'm telling you, you have to wear this and this is what you're going to wear today and this is what you're going to wear tomorrow. No, there is a balance. If you're telling your wife what to wear, it's because you're protecting her and what she has on is going to draw the wrong attention. Okay, but it's not for you to have such control over her that you are picking out her entire wardrobe for the week. No, because you got to allow her to be a big girl as well. You know what I mean? There are limits and there are balances. Okay? And that's what I want to make clear to husbands and wives. And I hope and pray I'm making sense. Because this word's kind of all over the place. I didn't take any notes. I didn't prepare for this message. Nothing like that. So <laughs> if you want, please go back and listen to the episodes where I have talked about these topics. Um, I believe it's in season one. But my gosh, I'm hearing so much about this. You know, and I was just having this conversation earlier with a good friend. And you know what else makes me sad as a counselor and as somebody that strives to help people in marriage and family when there's problems is that what makes me sad is that a lot of people turn down help. A lot of people don't want to talk to somebody. They don't want to get additional help. They don't want to try and learn you know, and the thing is, we can't force anybody, right? We can only pray for them. But this is what's hard about being a counselor. Is when you want to help certain people, you want to help whoever you can. And some people just don't want to or they're not ready yet. And you're seeing, you know, what's happening take place and things like that. You want so much to help. And sometimes, you know, people just aren't ready for the help. Or there's pride standing in the way. Or one spouse doesn't want to, even though the other one wants to. It's tough. Having a marriage and family ministry and counseling singles and couples, it can be really tough. And this is when it gets really hard is when you see certain things happening in certain relationships and with certain people. And, you know, all I can do is is share these words, you know, publish these episodes and pray that it reaches whoever and that it reaches as many people as it needs to, but I always pray that if people have certain things, specific things they need help with, that they would come to me or come to go to somebody. I mean, of course, first and foremost, it should always be the father. But it's sad when it's limited like that. You can't really help people. They have You have to meet them where they're at. You know, you can't force them. And, you know, I'm, I'm going through that right now where I'm seeing certain things and 
they're not willing to to get help and you know things like that and it's just really hard for me to see these types of things this is where it's hard it really is so the next best thing i can do is you know share a message share a word and get it out there and hope and pray that it will reach somebody and that it will minister to them to the point that it turns their heart and opens their eyes into getting the help that they need and getting the the proper understanding that they need and to encourage them to seek you in prayer and to seek the scriptures and read the scriptures and study them. That's really all we can do. This is where it gets hard. And then when, when, I, when I do counsel people, I hope and pray that how I counsel them and how I help them helps them, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. But I think that's everything that I wanted to say. Um, I hope that I got everything. And again, please, if, if this is a topic that is of interest to you or something you've been dealing with or been curious about, please go back to, I believe it's season one or season two. You'll find the episodes. They have the titles and the descriptions about submission and unconditional love and a husband's leadership or headship. You'll find those episodes. They're all separate episodes. So if you just need a little more detail or, you know, better understanding them than how I shared it tonight, because tonight was kind of all over the place, I highly encourage you to listen to those episodes. Of course, if you have any questions or need counsel or prayer, please reach out to me via email at byhisgracemarriage at gmail.com. Also, the only other social media platform I have is Facebook. You're welcome to reach out to me there via Messenger if you would like as well. Um... If you want to send audios or whatever, you can send audios via email too. There's a way to do that as well. And of course, if uh, if you know I feel led or you feel led, we can always go to a phone call as well if need be. So, um, with that being said, I'm gonna leave it at that tonight. Um, I pray that this word has been of some encouragement and understanding for all of you that needed to hear it. Again, if you have any further questions, please email me. Concerning this is a big deal. Submission unconditional love is a big deal in a marriage. And so many people are just so confused about it. They're so confused about submission. They're so confused about unconditional love. It's crazy. And it's sad. It's heartbreaking. And then I see all these different people and ministries and religions teaching false doctrine and totally incorrect things. They're in error. And that's what's confusing people even more. That's why there's so many issues in marriages. It's sad. It's truly, truly sad. I don't know. I keep praying too that maybe uh, will give me maybe a a bigger platform or, you know, a platform where I can essentially reach more people. You know, and then the thing is marriage relationships is such a sensitive topic. A lot of people are not willing to open up to the problems that they're dealing with in their relationships. And this is another issue. Folks, we've got to set aside our pride. We've got to set aside our fear. If we want help, if we want to see change, first and foremost, we need to seek the Father. Secondly, we need to seek the help we need, and we need to seek a better and correct understanding concerning these things, because if not, we will never get the change and healing that we need in our relationships. You know, I mean... (laughs) That, that's really all there is to that. We can't keep going in pride or in fear 
Well, I don't want anybody to know the problems I'm going through because it's embarrassing or because I'm afraid of what people are going to say or I'm afraid of... No. Or you're just prideful because you don't think there's anything wrong. <laughs> when clearly there is. And you know that's what's sad in today's society is that so much of this toxicity and role reversal and all these things are very much normal to people, even to believers. People are being blinded by so much of these secular things that are taking place. And that truly is the problem. And this is where I get that righteous anger and my heart breaks because I'm like, man, I just wish that I can help every single relationship and every single marriage and help every single single person prepare for their marriage. I really do. And who knows, y'all willing, if, if it is a part of his plans and his will for my life, and this ministry, maybe one day I'll write a book too. I don't know. I just want to get all these things out there to help as many people and save as many relationships and marriages as I can. Of course, those that are in Yah's will. Because it's different when these were relationships forms that, that formed that were never supposed to be formed. You know, that's that's a whole different ball game right there. So but it's hard, you know, it's hard when you know people and, and you see things that are going on and, you know, you want to help them out and they don't want the help. That's where my job essentially becomes difficult. So, but anyways, that's it, brothers and sisters. Again, please email me if you have any questions or need prayer or counsel. Um, also, real quick, I will be, I finally have made a decision. I feel like this is what y'all wants. I will be resuming counseling services November 1st. Okay. So if you are new and are feeling led to want to try out counseling, please email me. And I look forward to speaking with you more and getting to know you and helping you by his grace. And um, yeah, so November 1st, that is the plan. Y'all willing. <laughs> All right, that's it, brothers and sisters. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk with you in my next episode. Shalom.